Hi, and thanks for checking out our City Reach Philly podcast from wherever you are listening. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message. The theme for, uh, for this sermon series, we've been talking about last week, we started it. It's called, The Lord is My Shepherd. The Lord is My Shepherd. And we're really basing this on the song, uh, one of the most famous songs that David wrote. And it's um, Psalms 23. So we're gonna, we talked about verse 1 last week. We're going to talk about verse 2 today. So if we could just jump right into verse 2. Verse 2 says this. I'll read verse 1 and verse 2. It says this. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me, verse 2 again, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And um, I know many of you have heard this verse, have have read the verse, have um, studied the verse perhaps. Um, And if you haven't, it's okay. We're going to learn about what, what is... What is David, King David, who was a shepherd at, at one time in his life, what is he trying to say to us as he, as he, um, as he wrote this powerful uh, 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 passage in the Bible? I'm sure when he wrote it, he had no idea that here, you know, um, you know almost 3,000 years later, we would be talking about it here in the city of Philadelphia, which he didn't even know existed, right? But, but here we are talking about uh, this relationship that King David had with God. And the beautiful thing about King David was that relationship. It's what really separated from, from him from other people. And what, what can really separate you from anybody else is your relationship with God. Your relationship with God is so uh, precious. It's so powerful that this world and the enemy would do everything in its power to separate you from that relationship with God. How many know that we get distracted by 101 things, right? When, when it's really about one thing when we're living in, it's about him, right? But there's so many times that he becomes number two, number three, number four, number five on our priority list. Sometimes he doesn't even make the list if we're honest with ourselves. And, and I'm not here to condemn you. I'm just saying it's the truth. It's happened to me as a pastor when I have so many things on my list that, that are good, right? A lot of them are good. A lot of them are are our church and, and godly, but are they are they him, right? Are they him? And, and and that's what this makes this passage so powerful is that David's talking about an intimacy, a relationship that he has with with the Creator. And we see David here. He's when he says this. Can we put the scripture back up there? As he's saying these things, he said, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes me to lie down." He he's saying here that. He's admitting to the world, right? He's admitting that he needs a savior, that he needs a shepherd. He's admitting to the universe that he needs adult supervision, right? How how many in the house sometimes need a little bit of adult supervision? I'm going to tell you something that I use a lot. People kind of laugh, but it works for me. If I'm on the phone with customer service, and I, I did customer service in the past, it could be a draining job, right? You get people call you and tell you how wonderful you are, right? It could be draining. Or you go to, to, uh, to a business um, and you're dealing with someone who's been behind a counter for, for hours. They're not making a lot of money. Uh, they might not be the most um, pleasant person to deal with. So one thing that I always do, and, and, and you can try it if it works for you, is... When I'm talking to someone and, and I know they're in a bad mood, they had a bad day, you can kind of tell before you even walk up, right? You can kind of sense it. You're like, this is not going to 
conversation, right? Or even on the phone with somebody. I remember going to McDonald's one time. And um, and I went to the counter. There was a young lady. And um, she didn't say, how can I help you? She said, she looked at me, what you want? <laughs> right? It wasn't too pleasant, right? I don't know if she was going to quit that day. I don't know what you know what happened or the person before me. But, but one thing that I, I try to do all the time is, is I'll go to people and I'll say, how you doing? I say, you know, I, I really need some adult supervision in this area because I'm not the expert. If I go to Home Depot, you know, Home Depot, the guy who's on the aisle, aisle 15, like 45 people already told him, asked him where something was or wanted them, him to be their contractor, right? <laughs> and so I'll go and say, yo, I, I need some little bit of adult supervision. And, and people tend to like look at me and laugh a little bit sometimes unless they had a really bad day. And they'll say, okay, they'll, they'll be a little more uh, am, am to help me. Uh, uh, but, but this is what David is doing. David is saying, as he writes this, he's saying, I need a shepherd. I need adult supervision. I need somebody to watch over me. And, and, and that's what we, we need to get to a place in our walk with God in our lives where we can say, you know what? I need, I need some covering. I need somebody to, to look out for me. There's got to be something greater, someone greater. And David understood this. Here's David being king and saying, God is my shepherd. Right? He gives himself a demotion, understanding that there's an entity bigger than him. And, and we have to get to a place where we understand that, that then, no matter how smart, no matter how talented, no matter how special you may, may actually be, there's someone greater. And his name is Jesus. Jesus is greater. And he, he has to be our shepherd if we want truly to live out our purpose. We, we need some adult supervision. We have to understand that we don't know it all. That, that there's moments, in fact, there's more moments that we know that we need help. That we need assistance. And, and many times it's our pride right, that gets in the way of us submitting to God. Uh, it's our pride that keeps us from the path that God has ordained for us, that God has chosen for us to walk in, and, and it's our pride, right? And, but when we see the king making this confession, he's my shepherd, I shall not want, he makes me lie down in green pastures, he said. Put the verse up there, if you could just leave the scripture up there for a little bit. It says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He doesn't ask me to lie down, he makes me lie down. And whether you like it or not, there's moments in your walk where God's going to make you lie down. Sometimes you, he allows you to get sick. right? I know there's some people in the house who've been sick, and we go, we, we pray with them, and we're trying to figure why are they sick, why are they sick. Sometimes they're sick because they, they, they caught a virus, right? Sometimes they got sick because God said, you, you need to sit still for a little bit. Right? And God said, they're there's somebody in the house, I, don't, I can't see if she's here or not, but there's somebody who I believe that God said, you're going to sit still in this hospital because you need to write a book, right? And if God doesn't make you lie down, right, if he doesn't make you lie down, you don't write the book or you, you, you don't go live out your purpose, right? And there's some situations in our lives that we may complain about and we, we may wonder, why am I in this predicament? Sometimes it's because he's making you or me lie down. It's time to sit still, son, daughter. You, you're running around like a like chicken with no head. You're doing all this stuff, but, 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 but where am I in your, in your, in your picture? Where, where am I in your life? And, and so there's moments where he says, I make you lie down in green pastures. 
And David understood this. David understood because he knew that many times he was distracted. He knew that the sheep, he was a shepherd before he was a king. He knew the sheep would get distracted. And, and sometimes we get distracted with our career, with our, uh, with our education, with our relationships, with our children. Sometimes we get distracted uh, with our finances, with our, uh, even our, 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 our spouse. All these things can become distractions. And David knew about being distracted. There was times when he got distracted by the politics that he was living in. He, he got distracted by his own children. If you see the story of, of David, that there's a times when he got distracted by his wife. There's times when he got distracted by his friend's wife, right? He had these moments where he was distracted. So, so he's saying, he makes me lie down. He, he, he said, he makes me lie down. Because sometimes we think that we're in full control of our lives, right? And we have this great plan, and we have a to-do list. I have a to-do list planned for me every day. I don't fulfill it every day, but I have a list of things that I want to try and get done. But the truth is that ultimately you're not in control. Ultimately I'm not in control. God is always in control. And there's sometimes when we have to allow him to make us lie down. And that's what David is saying here. So, so God makes us lie down sometimes just to get our attention, right? Yeah. I, 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 there's a brother in the house. I'm not going to mention his name, but he, he says this all the time. He says, he says, um, best thing that ever happened to me was go to jail. Best thing, because I met Jesus there, right? Yeah. I met Jesus yeah. there. He says, I, God saved my life by letting me go to jail. I lying down in a, in a cage, as Brother Danny said. I was stuck in a cage, right? Praise God. Um, it might be that we get sick, like I mentioned, and, uh, but, but it's because God is looking for intimacy. God, when, he, when, we, when we lie down, it's not just to lie there. It's so that we can have a, 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 a direct connection with God, that we would stop, that we would lie down and say, okay, God, here I am. I'm lying down now, right now. I'm still right now. And God is longing, because sometimes when he makes us like that, we rebel. We say, no, I'm, forget God, and we just push God farther and farther away from, from us. Not understanding that he's just trying to get our attention. It, it is in those moments when we have to have those conversations with God. Uh, it is in those moments sometimes when we feel most neglected by God is when he's calling us. Uh, it is in those moments when we have to stop and say, God, forgive me for not stopping and not lying down on my own. Your voice is the one I need to hear. See, because a sheep can only lie down for about 15 minutes at a time because they're nervous, right? Because they're vulnerable. We talked about a sheep last week, how vulnerable they are and, and how they can't really defend themselves. And so they can only lie down for about 15 minutes. They're nervous animals. And you and I, we're similar. That's why we're compared so many times to sheep in the Bible. It takes us a while to relax. You know, the last couple of times we went on vacation, and, and my wife says to me, she says, man, it takes about two days for you to kind of relax. It takes two days for you to really put your phone away and just kind of relax. It's because I'm like a sheep. I'm nervous, right? i got to be comfortable in my surroundings. I know there's men in the house that if they go to the restaurant, they're going to sit where they can see the door, right? I know, I know, y'all. You sit almost still here just not gonna be able to view my surroundings. What it is is you're scared. I do the same thing, right? 
Because we're, we're, we're like sheep, man. We're nervous. Like, no, I, I gotta watch my family. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it happens. There's brothers in the house I know who, who like, Pastor, you can drop me off at the house, but don't tell nobody where I live. Don't nobody need to know where I live. In fact, Pastor, drop me off like three blocks because I don't even be sure if I want you to know where I live. Right? Truth is, we, we, we get scared. We're nervous about this. Why? Because of what, we, what we've experienced, what we've been through, right? We've been betrayed by some other sheep sometimes. We've been hurt by some sheep, right? And so we live like this. We're nervous. We're, we're sometimes afraid. We, we don't admit it that way, but that's, that's what's really happening. And, and the shepherd understands this, right? The shepherd understands that, that there's times 15 minutes isn't enough to lie down. I, I'm going to come alongside of you, and I'm, I'm going to make you lie down a little longer because you need to rest. You need rest, little sheep. You, you, you've been running around too long without rest. Your eyes are tired. Your body's tired. And as a sheep begins to trust and understand that the shepherd has his back, they find rest. They find rest. They, they recognize his voice. Because the shepherd is there to make sure that, 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 that the sheep is getting fed, that the sheep is, has enough to drink, that it's living well, that it's healthy, that it's getting rest. So every sheep needs a shepherd. You and I need a spiritual shepherd. David declares it, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. There's four things that keep a sheep from lying down. Fear. We just talked about that a little bit. Many of us are still walking fearful because we're not under the watch of a shepherd. Where we think everyone is against me, where we continually watch our backs. Where we don't trust anyone, not even God. Where we think we're self-sufficient, that we don't need God, or we don't need other people. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. When you're not, because you're not finding rest. So the first one is fear. The other thing is hunger. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Not burned, yellow pastures that are beat up. He takes us to lush, green pastures. That's the word of God. There's a word of God that all of a sudden, as we begin to read it, we begins to feed our spirit, right? All of a sudden, one verse, one scripture in the Bible begins to transform our lives. Well, we can say, uh, I lift up my eyes to the mountain. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Lord, you are my shepherd. Where all of a sudden the scripture begins, no matter where you're going through the worst time you have, and God begins to feed you. The shepherd gives you a, a scripture that you just hold on to, begins to feed your spirit, right? Begins to feed your spirit that all hell breaks loose and everything falls on the right, everything falls on the left, but you continue to walk forward. Because there's a scripture, there, there, there's a lush green pasture that God has given you yeah. that, that you hold on to. So fear, hunger, a sheep has to eat every day. I don't know if you've been to a petting zoo. But if you do, those sheep, man, they're like coming at you. And, and you, I remember as a kid, you know, and having you get, get the money out of that little quarter thing, you know, and they just kind of attack you. They, they're constantly eating. Sheep are constantly eating. Because they're like afraid they're not going to get another meal. 
So the shepherd has to calm him down. He takes him to the pasture. He lets him eat. He's protecting them for that time. Uh, uh, every day a sheep has to eat. Every day you and I have, need scripture in our to feed our spirit. Constantly we need the word of God. So we have fear. We have hunger. The next thing is pests. So ticks, lice, flies, uh, they affect a sheep. And so what the shepherd does is he takes a little bit of oil in the morning. He puts it around a sheep's nose. He puts oil uh, uh, in other places uh, on, the, uh, on the sheep too, on his head. And, but he puts it around his nose because what happens to sheep is, is, um, is, is these pests like flies and ticks. They like to go inside the sheep's nose, right? And when they go in the nose, they can actually get into the sheep's brain and the sheep can actually die. It can actually kill them. And so they put this, uh, anoint the, the nose with, with oil so that when, the, when these pests come in, they, they can't get a grip, right? They can't get a grip. And so we need a shepherd. We need the Lord God Almighty to anoint us so that when those pests come to us, right, they don't kill us, they don't harm us. But the sheep is not able, listen, the sheep is not able to anoint his own nose. He needs a shepherd. Brothers and sisters, we all need a shepherd, right? There's an enemy who's out roaring to devour us, to, to kill us, but we have an answer to that past. And his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Sometimes it's the past is not just the enemy, it's those bad habits, those bad thoughts that cross our minds, right? And we need to give those to the shepherd. Shepherd, I need you to purify my heart. Shepherd, I need you to purify my mind. I need you to purify my eyes, my hands, my feet, my walk, so that I can be efficient in your kingdom, so that I can be a sheep that matters, a sheep that's making a difference, a sheep that's truly living out its purpose. And so, so fear, hunger, pest, these are things that don't allow the sheep to, 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 to rest. The last thing is there's friction in the flock sometimes. That means that he's in the herd, right? He's not alone. The sheep is not alone. And, and, and if you have a bunch of sheep together, they start to vie for position. They want to, they want position in the flock. And they, it, it, it goes on to say, as I was reading about the, the sheep is, at the biggest and baddest sheep, there's always another one who thinks he's biggest and baddest, right? And they start to, the rams, or this, the male sheep, and, and they start to butt heads, right? They start to try, try and see who's bigger and badder. And sometimes that happens to us, too. There's friction in the, in the flock. Well, we're, we're, we're striving, and we're striving for position. And when we're striving for position, we cannot find rest. And that's why they need a shepherd to kind of say, no, no, you, you, you ain't the biggest and the baddest. You think you are, but you're not. And so the shepherd takes authority over the sheep. It also says that the shepherd will put oil on their heads so that when they do hit heads, it, 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 it kind of slips off easier and they don't, the collision isn't so drastic. And so some of us need the shepherd to put a little bit of oil on our heads today, right? So we can submit to him. There's times when, when a sheep can get too aggressive. And other sheep begin to get a little beat up. And it's when it's at that time when the good shepherd, he doesn't allow that to happen. He takes that aggressive sheep and he removes them from the flock from a while. Removes them from the flock. So you need to sit over here, sheep. Right? You're not going to the green pasture today. I'm going to give you a little bit of hay. You'll be all right. But you ain't going to hang out with the rest of the sheep. 
because you're hurting other sheep. Praise God. How many are with me today? And so those are four things. And one more thing I want to talk about is we need rest, brothers and sisters. We have a lot of times we have a plan and a strategy about, you know, where our life is headed and what we need to do. And, but we have a plan for everything except for rest. How, when are we going to take time out to rest? And, and the Bible clearly tells us that there's a day of rest. It's called the Sabbath. Right? It's, it's a time when we, we need rest. Your soul, your spirit, your body literally needs to be restored. Uh, we, we need to find a place where we can find rest. Sometimes it's at the church. Sometimes there's a place in your house where you take an hour. You just rest, right? Where, where you're not caught up with everything, you know, everything that's that's fine for your attention. And a lot of times it's, it, we blame stress and we blame so many things, but it's not stress. It's not the, the, the real problem. The problem is that you have nowhere or no time to recover. No time to, to, to rest and and sometimes even our purpose uh, comes before our rest, right? And those things have to work together. We need rest. We need time alone with the shepherd. And that's what the shepherd wants. He wants time alone with us, right? Uh, um, your, your will, your, 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 willing, your willingness to, to, to strive and all that. We all strive for some things. That, 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 that's like a muscle, right? It's like a muscle. And, and some of us, if, if I, you know, if you've been to the gym and stuff, and you can pick up a, you know, I'm not the strongest guy in the house. I don't know who, the, who is. But if you pick up, a, let's say, a 10-pound um, barbell, and you start, you know, the first 20, you're good, right? You know, maybe the first 15. You get to 30 and 40, right? It's not that it's so heavy. It's just that your muscle, right, the muscle strength has depleted. Right? So it doesn't matter how much you're lifting, it's the weight doesn't matter, it's just you haven't you haven't allowed your muscle to get rest. And so sometimes we're in a place, it's not that we're carrying so much it's so heavy, it's that we haven't stopped to rest. Right? And we're wondering why everything gets on my nerves, why I'm yelling, why I'm screaming, why why I'm not getting rest. And it's not that it's so heavy, it's that you haven't stopped to let your body recover. Right? So there's some moments we have to say, okay, God. You know, I, I need some rest, and and, and 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 because if you don't get that rest, you leave yourself exposed and vulnerable to injury, and sometimes to permanent injury. So when the same happens in the spiritual world, if you're not getting the rest you need, then you get stressed, and when a sheep gets stressed, the sheep starts to say things like this: "I need a drink." It's not that you need a drink, it's that you haven't got rest. Yeah. Right? All of a sudden you start looking and you say, you start getting distracted because you need rest. And all of a sudden you start looking in all the wrong places, right? And you start doing all the wrong things. Sometimes it's that we, we get stressed and, we, and it's not that stress, it's, it's rest. We haven't gotten rest. And so we overeat sometimes. Because we think that's going to, and it give you a, a little bit of satisfaction, but it's not getting to the root of the problem, which is rest. If we're not getting rest, all of a sudden we get distracted with our neighbor's car. Like, ooh, look at that car. It's not the car that's the issue. Say, you haven't got rest. Yeah. We gotta be careful. Then you get distracted with the neighbor's wife, right? Uh-oh. It's because we're not getting rest. It's because we're not getting rest. You say, well, you know what? I'm gonna just, 
well, I'm so stressed, I, I'm going to just watch a little bit of porn because it lets me relax, right? It's because you haven't got rest. Because you haven't spent time with the shepherd. You haven't allowed him to anoint your face and your, your head. And you haven't allowed him to take you to the green pasture, right? To feed your spirit. Hallelujah. And, and I don't believe it's that we want to do these things. It's just that we're searching and we're longing for rest. And we find our solution in sin. When God is saying, I will give you rest. Jesus said that the burden, my burden is light. I'll carry it for you if you let me. The shepherd is good. He's here to help carry your burden. Church, can we just stand this time? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Daily, he'll lead us. Glory to Jesus. More than anything today, he wants to replenish you. He wants to give you rest. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, which replenishes our spirit, God. Lord, we pray, Lord, that we would... Lord, allow you, God, to, to, to make us lie down, Lord. We make ourselves vulnerable before you, Lord. Make us lie down. We would just lie down, Lord. We would lie down. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this place. Amen. Amen. Church, I'm going to end with a story real quick. And then you guys can come up if you want prayer. But, but there was a, a church. It was a, a really nice church. And they had... um. It's kind of a fancy church, right? They had really fancy carpets and, and, and fancy chandeliers, and everybody went to church really dressed up. And and one day the church was just full. It was a Sunday morning, and it was full. And and a, and a young man came in, and he was uh, had holes in his clothes. He didn't have shoes. It was cold outside, so his his skin was pretty like dried up. And, and he walked to the church, and he just wanted to find a chair. As he walked by the aisles, he saw everybody looking at him, and. He kept trying to look in the aisles to see if there was room, and there was no room. So he made his way all the way to the front of the altar. And all he could do at that point, because he had nowhere to go, was just lie down. So he lied down at the altar right there on that carpet and put his face to the to the ground. And, and the church looked at him, and they were wondering, like, who's going to do something about this guy who's laying on the carpet? They watched him for a couple minutes, and people were getting disgusted with it. And they're like, somebody has to do something. And from the back of the church, this elderly gentleman, and he was dressed well. He was dressed nicely. He was an older man. And he started to make his way forward, and he was a, he was a deacon in the church. And people began to look at him and said, what's he going to do? He, he's, he's just an old man. He's, he can't. He got no authority. He's not going to tell the guy nothing. But the old man gingerly and slowly made his way up to the front. And, and he looked at that young man. He got down on his knees and, and he laid right next to the guy. He laid right next to him. And that's what our Savior does. And we can't go no farther. He just comes. 
And he leaves his throne. He left his throne, right? He just lies right where we are because he loves us. So I'm so thankful. He, that deacon represented the shepherd that Jesus is for you and for me. And, and today, no matter where you're at, no matter where you may be lying down in the spirit, he, he's willing to lie down right next to you, right? And give you rest. And, and so today, if, um, if you need prayer today, or you need to recommit your life to Jesus today, uh, you're going to have that opportunity. So if we could just close our eyes just one more time. If you want to recommit your life to Jesus today, or you've never done it, but you know that he's calling you, you know you need rest, I'm going to count to three. And when I count to three, you'll just raise your hand saying, I need that. I need a shepherd. I need covering in my life. One, two, three. Just raise your hand. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Gracias, Señor Jesus. Church, can we raise our hands with our brothers and sisters? We're going to say this prayer together. Lord, be my shepherd. I need rest. Forgive me for the things I've done to hurt you, to hurt myself, and to hurt others. Forgive me. Take my life. Cover me. Supervise me. I receive you in my heart today. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thanks for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.